Welcome to Detox with Allison. Oh shit, we're recording. You are the best podcast naming person. (laughs) This is the show where we sit down with comedians and other funny people, make them take their vitamins and ask them about their life or whatever else we get into. Let's hope Charlie got it right this time. Detox is produced and sponsored by Big Laugh Comedy. Big Laugh Comedy is changing the world one comedy experience at a time. Big Laugh Comedy is the first ever company that provides you with a complete comedy experience, from live shows throughout Texas in Austin, San Antonio, San Marcos, and Fort Worth, to comedy news and everything in between. If you're looking to laugh your ass off with some of the best comedians in the world, or you want to know what your favorite comedian is up to, you need to visit Big Laugh Comedy at blcomedy.com. Get exclusive content and first dibs on tickets by becoming a VIP for free. Go to blcomedy.com slash VIP dash list. Detox with Allison is also sponsored by MSW Vitamin Lounge and MSW Nutrition. MSW Vitamin Lounge is located in Austin and it's the best place to get your vitamin IVs, shots, and health consults. It's also where we record the episodes, so that's pretty cool. If you can't make it to Austin, MSW Nutrition puts the best nutrients possible into their supplements to bring a little bit of the lounge to wherever you are. The boost drinks we're always sipping on on this show are just one of their awesome and effective products. Trust me, I use a ton of them. Go to mswnutrition.com and use the code DETOX, that's D-E-T-A-L-K-S, to save 15% on all your supplementation needs from MSW Nutrition. And if you're in Austin, I hope to see you at the Vitamin Lounge. Hey guys, welcome to Detox with Allison. We got Heather Shaw. That was so legit. Oh my God. That was so legit. Yeah, so Eric, fancy. Dude, Eric Miller crushed it with that oh intro. My God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was legit. Everyone laughs at the Charlie part too. Yeah. I'm glad we put that in. Yeah, good old Charlie. <laughs> I think it's it's turning into a thing where like everyone whose podcast he produces, like anyone who listens to those shows is just like, fuck Charlie. Now. Yeah. <laughs> he's the nicest person. I know. He's a sweet boy. <laughs> he's always smiling. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. He's hiding something. Yeah, there's for something sure. going on. Drama. I shouldn't say much. I'm always smiling too. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty happy too. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> a comedian came up to me last night and was like, every time I see you, you're in a good mood. And I was like, okay. And he's like, are you ever, do you ever get mad or sad? And I'm like, no, I mean, yes, yeah. naturally, but like, I'm in public, bro. What am I, right. Not, yeah. Like, you're, you know? you're not going to see me just crying no. over here before I go up. Yeah. Yeah. Does it make you? I know. People, people say similar stuff to me. Like, how do you stay so happy? And I'm just like, yeah, you just I'm don't like, see me when I'm yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm not gonna, like, who's in public just like being sad. I feel like the whole mental health thing a few years ago when everyone was like, talk about it, kind of mm, like shifted it because yeah. it was brave a few years ago to be like, I'm depressed. I cut myself. Right. Yeah. And then now it's just like, okay, are you really? Now we're like, shut up. Yeah, please. We all are. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, go home. <laughs> Do that in the privacy of your own home. <laughs> talk to your boyfriend about it. Yeah, if you don't seriously. have that, talk to your dog. Yeah. Just whatever. Yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah. Right, Charlie? <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he talks. He's got a Charlie mic. All right. <laughs> he usually says one word on the Charlie mic. Perfect. Yeah, I, I didn't talk last one, so you already got you more make out of me. Yeah, that. there you go. I'll yeah. get you. <laughs> this is really good, by the way. Thank you. It's delicious. Yeah, it's called Boost. It. Yeah. Boost. It's called Boost. It's uh, like a powder thing that you put with water? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I just mixed it with sparkling water in mm. there. It's real tasty. That's the Super berry good. berry flavor. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like it. Reminds me of like liquid IV. Yeah, well, most of the comedians that come in here think, think I'm lying that there's vitamins in it because it tastes good. <laughs> What are they, but are they, what, dumb? <laughs> they just think vitamins are inherently, like, 
I guess. Tastes like dirt. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because most of them do. Let's be do honest. They? Like, I, yeah, I don't know if I've ever had like a vitamin like like drink. Eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would hope that most of them are good now. Because yeah, I don't right? think There's, you could. It's so easy now to like mask it up. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, no, if you're going to take your vitamins, make it fun. It's mm-hmm. a little cocktail. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this one's actually good for liberty talk. So a lot oh, of the comedians Thank God. Need it. I need that. <laughs> oh, my God. I used R.I.P. To do, my body. Dude, I used to do this thing called Shit Face Shakespeare. Oh, God. Where we would do a Shakespeare play, but we would get one of the actors drunk for the show, like legit drunk. They would start drinking four hours before the show. Oh, God. So fun, but it's like the worst hangover ever of because course. not only are you dealing with the alcohol, but you're going on stage. So you're like adrenaline spikes. Oh, and then fuck. after you get off, it's just everything is like. Uh, so have you done it in the drunk role? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. I, I did it for two years straight. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was very fun. Not the drunk roll oh, every week. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drink more. I know. <laughs> well, I was going to say is after drunk shows especially, I would have one of those in the morning and I wouldn't be dead the next day. Oh, okay. It was very Jesus. useful. Yeah, it was fun, but it definitely takes a toll. Could you even, like, perform? That's kind of the thing is, like... That's th- the fun of it? Yeah. You like, see somebody just, like, puke on themselves? Exactly, because it turns into, like, well... Luckily, we didn't get to have anyone get sick on stage. Nice, we only had a couple backstage incidents, and it was usually because the person ate something bad, Ooh, and it didn't mix well. Yeah, it didn't yeah. mix well with the alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, basically it was like we're trying to do the play, and we cut it down to an hour so we don't have to keep <laughs> someone drunk for three hours, right? But it's like I would play Juliet and Romeo and Juliet, for example, right. and, like, if I were the drunk, it was more fun if – I fucked it up. Right, so, right, like, yeah. the show almost never ended how it was, was supposed right. to. That is fun. I, that, I yeah. See, do they still do that? We They have it. It's, like, in a couple different cities. So, London and Boston are back. But oh, because they're based... That. Yeah, because they're based in London and Boston, they're still really nervous about the Texas numbers for COVID. True, so, they haven't true, brought it fair. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not doing well. <laughs> no, no. I was looking are at we? the map. No, we're not. No. I was looking at the map. It's mostly all red and purple in Texas all as right. far as numbers. It's yeah. a good color. Those are good colors. We're winning, you, you know? know what I mean? We're not just red in the election. We're killing it. <laughs> is what we're, we're learning. abortion? Bring it on. Fuck it. Yeah. We are great. Not embarrassing at all. Woo! Thank you, Charlie. He was like, your hair's stuck on leaves. That's, hey, man. You know what? That's the game. They made a game. I actually washed my hair today. I forgot how soft it was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, right? When you finally, like, after a couple days. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice when it's, like, not grease. Right. When it's just grease half Dude, the time. Well, I did, because I wear it in a bun so often, oh, too, yeah. that, like, I put it up in a bun to work out today, and yeah. I, it, like, kept falling out. And I was like, yeah. oh, wow, I guess the dirt is what keeps it in the bun most of the time. <laughs> Hell so yeah! Gross. I know. Mine's always greasy under a hat. Yeah, hats. Hats are clean. Move. Those hats. No, yeah, no. yeah. It's dirty. <laughs> it's gross. It's it's you know it's doable. It's mm-hmm. what you it's what you can do. It's gay. I'm gay. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, let's get into it. Okay, faggots. Uh, <laughs> what about them? Can I say that word here? You can say All anything right. here. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. Um, well, I, w- I wanted to ask you like about comedy for you. Like, yeah. Because, um, well, you do talk about being gay on stage a lot, which do. is very funny the way you do it. Yeah. Um, it's just, <laughs> I- I'm not going to give away any jokes, but just the way you start your set <laughs> just makes me laugh so hard. Oh, yeah. Because you, you kind of got a lot of TikTok followers off of the whole Jim yeah. Carrey thing. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was fun. How did you... For a second. How, okay, like this might sound like a dumb question, but like, how did you even figure out the whole Jim Carrey lookalike thing? Were people just telling it to you? Yeah, when I was like eight. Really? I, would, I could just automatically do like Ace Ventura. Oh. Without even like, I wasn't trying to impersonate, I would just do it. Yeah. And then um, I just have his mouth. 
So it's not like I have it's to. It's the jaw. There's nothing. Yeah. I never had to sit in front of a mirror and be like, I never right. tried to. It was just like, you know, it's just there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I always had the face. Yeah. So. So when did you start like actually leaning into that and like making videos and making fun of it a little bit? TikTok. When TikTok yeah, came around? Yeah, I, I didn't want it to be part of my comedy because then I didn't want to be like that, you know, like hacky. Like I don't really like impressionists on stage. Yeah. It's like, okay, great. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. Like, you know, like I get it. It's impressive for a second. Right. And then it's kind of hacky. I, and I never knew how to incorporate like incorporate that into my comedy. Yeah. So I was like, fuck it, I'm not going to. Well, you don't really. And that's. Yeah, no. That's kind of like. It up top and then it's it. Yeah. That's kind of what I think is fun, though, is like yeah. TikTok is a really good platform for something that specific. Right. Right. But then you don't need to actually relate your stand up to no, it at all. No. I, yeah. Because then it's like, you know, then I'm just banking off of somebody's face to be funny. That's fair. You know? Yeah. And it's also someone who's also a comedian. Right. That yeah. too. Like the best, you know, the best comedic actor in like right. fucking decades. Right. But um, yeah, TikTok, I was just like, I'm just going to try to convince him that I'm his daughter. And it worked real quick. <laughs> Have you gotten and to talk like, to him just yet? Just kidding. No. No, I haven't. He's not reached out. I don't blame him. What? I mean, <laughs> if somebody came to you and was like, I have your face. You'd be like, cool. cool. Be, okay. Goodbye. <laughs> I had someone tell me one time that I should move to Los Angeles so I would never be an original again. And I was like, I think you just convinced me not to what? move. What? <laughs> Wait, LA. are they saying everyone in LA looks like you? No, they were saying like there's always someone else like you in Los Angeles. Oh, really? Because like, like everyone everywhere. moves there. Fuck yeah, that's true. Yeah. You think there's another frail lesbian out there? Probably. I think there's hope. Or you can kill her. Yeah. yeah. Charlie, want to team up? Take down this gay? <laughs> gay, gay hunting? Only if all expenses are paid. All right. So. Well, you're out, Charlie. We'll start a GoFundMe. Yeah. <laughs> Help us kill a gay. That'll go well. That, that That'll would be canceled real quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, God. So so you started stand-up before the whole TikTok yeah, thing happened. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, how long I, have you... I think, I, I think seven years. I'm really bad. Do you know uh, comedians that will, like, post on Facebook or wherever and be like... It's my three-year comedy anniversary. Yep. It's just yep. like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no one. Let your accomplishments speak for yourself. Right. No one cares. I but like, I don't know. I, don't I know like what... to remember mine just because it was like... Do you like, remember the date? I remember the date, but it's only because it coincided with 9/11. like... Yeah, that's what it was. It, uh, it coincided with me coming back from like a trip that made me be like, okay, I have to try oh, this. So like, so I literally... Date. I literally just went back in my calendar to see when I got back into town. Yeah. So like when I when it was coming up around what I thought was a year, I was like, wait a second. And I had to look it up. Yeah. Did you do a whole post? I did a post my first year. All right. Fuck first yeah. You know, I'm that person. Yeah. Year. Fuck it. Right. And then you learn that, oh, I'm an asshole. Um, <laughs> so one year isn't that great. <laughs> I know. One year it's like, oh, what a year of open mics and bombing <laughs> and getting molested by men. What a journey. Um, I don't know. I want to say six or seven years. And I don't count COVID year. Yeah. 2020, that's I fair. don't count that one. Yeah. I did like two shows that year. Yeah. Last year. I know. I was thinking about that. I don't count it. And like, I didn't get to, I mean, we got lucky in Texas and you were in Florida when COVID hit. So yeah. you kind of maybe it's had. the same state, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Florida with cowboy boots. Yeah, that's true. Um, you might like, you might have had opportunities to get on stage before most other people. True. Was Texas locked down, locked down? Texas wasn't. People were out doing stuff, but like actual shows, I don't think came back until around October 2020, which is still early Jesus. compared to a lot of Florida, places. Florida, April 2020, we were like, all right, COVID's done. Ah. And then we just, I mean, mics were happening, literally April 2020. Wow. No lie. There might have been some things happening earlier than that, but I don't think I really even saw anything earlier than like 
September. Yeah. And that's pretty early because like people in Massachusetts would be like, what the fuck? People in Massachusetts today are like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Packed out rooms. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I remember I went to like one open mic and I, nobody was there. It was just comics, yeah. just sad comics that were yeah. just desperate for attention. Right. Uh, and me. Um, <laughs> and nobody was there. So it wasn't like there's, these are packed rooms. Right. But they were still. I mean, you still got to try doing stuff. Yeah. You still got to yeah. you know, share a mic with gross men. Yeah. <laughs> spitting into it. Great for COVID. Right. Yeah. It's actually good for the immunity. If you didn't catch it. That's true. Maybe you got the antibodies. That's true. Who knows? That's what it is. Comedy. <laughs> um, yeah. But it was. Now it's like free for all. When it I is. left, I mean, they were doing full blown shows i mean but that was yeah you know, when did months you ago. yeah june and a june june okay june 2021 is when you yeah. came here yeah. yeah i remember the first time i heard about you was i think jason rouse had like booked you on his canadian oh, show yeah, the or Vulcan something one. yeah yeah and it was funny because he thought like i guess he thought i like already knew of you or something because all he said was like oh yeah we booked that chick that looks like jim carrey <laughs> and i was like there's a chick that looks like jim carrey and then literally like I watched your set and I was like, wow, this girl's so funny. <laughs> and then it took me like a week after that to realize that's who he was talking yeah. about because you don't really address it in your mm -hmm. stand-up. And so I was like, oh, who? I was like, who? He mentioned there was a chick. And yeah. then I had to look through the lineup and be like, is that? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My first set at Vulcan, Red Man came up to me afterward and he's like, you have to address the Jim Carrey thing. Yeah. And I was like, all right. And I, I just tried it out and I do it real quick up front. Right. And it works. It yeah. actually works. It yeah. It's a crowd like immediately immediately interested and like and then I just drop it and I don't have to deal with it anymore yeah it's, so it's kind of good advice it is because it, it's one of those things where like I've seen it a lot like no matter how likable a person is up top on stage mm -hmm. if they do a little bit of something to acknowledge their appearance mm -hmm. and or self-deprecate it just makes the audience like you more yeah yeah 100% which is why I say comedy audiences are the meanest audience yeah for real they're like <laughs> shit on yourself and will like you yeah yeah that's true but Any, it does work. Anything else you do on stage, they're like supportive up front because like, you're in front of people. Go right. for it. You know, and then comedy. comedy, they're just like, fuck you. Tell us you to hate yourself. Yeah, it's like music <laughs> open mics. People always clap at the end of the song. Even if it's suck. bad. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's an awful song, people are just like, oh, it's a nice thing to do. Right. Comedy's just like instant. Oh my gosh. I had hope you suck. I was visiting my family in upstate New York last week. And oh, my, my Oh, it's so pretty, especially it, yeah, in the right summer. now, right? Yeah. Where at again? They're near Saratoga. That's so, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's pretty. Oh yeah, and my grandma's like typical grandma. She like doesn't know how the internet works. Mm -hmm. Like, so she literally the first day I got there, she like handed me the paper and she was like, "I've circled some local events for you if you want to go do your comedy." And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And I looked in the event she circled were all music open mics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, thank you," but like I, you know, I shouldn't do that. And my boyfriend was like, well, you could show up to a music open mic and do comedy, right? right? And I said, yes, actually. And that's how I know musicians are nicer. Right. Because if a musician showed up to a comedy Hell open mic, no. they would get killed. Yeah, like, get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. No way. But yeah, musicians are just like, whatever. Yeah, they're just like, oh, that's cool. Go yeah, I always art. felt like an asshole going to, even if it was listed as all arts open mics, mm -hmm. I always just hated it. I don't know. I've never tried one that's like everything. Yeah, it's mostly just like music and then yeah. some poetry, which is god awful. Uh, you ever like have to follow a poet at a no. mic? Ugh. It's like they're talking about getting molested by their uncle and then you're getting up there oh. like, Tinder's crazy. Uh. It's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. There was an all poetry mic that allowed com uh, comedians in Orlando and comedians would go to it. They had to stop doing it for comedians because they would just flock. Yeah. And it was for poets. They're just yeah. trying to be deep and gay and, you know. <laughs> Insightful. And the yeah. comedians were coming up. They're talking about their balls and shit. See, I know. I feel like... 
comedians could have taken more advantage and just written some funny poetry. Right. <laughs> you know? Probably. Made Something it more that, like, uh, <laughs> you know, that the audience would get into. Right. That's not a bad idea. That would be a fun that. experiment. Right. I just also know comedians mostly don't like to write. So anything that's right. not going to add <laughs> to their stand-up set, it's right. like, <laughs> like, fuck that. Why would I do that? Yeah, exactly. I had someone tell me they didn't want to do a roast battle with me one time because they were like, I don't like to write roasts. It's spending too much time on material I'm only going to use once. Okay. I was like, uh, roasts are my favorite. It's so fun. Yeah. I get to roast, uh, you know, Chris Reese? Oh, my God. Yes. I was going to ask you about that. I just saw the lineup When does this come out? This will come out this week. So uh, your show is going to be on the 12th, right? September 12th. Yeah. So it'll be out on Tuesday before that. So, oh my God, I have such good lines for this guy. Oh shit! You oh can't tell God. me the lines then. Dang it! Oh, okay, yeah. They're so good. I'm yeah. so excited. I'll tell. I'll tell you one off. Okay. But yeah. Well, that um, being said, though, see her roast battle, uh, Christopher Reese. Ooh. That's gonna be a funny I heard he's match. A good joke writer. He's or a good writer. He is. I've. I've watched his stand-up. He's also just really good with crowd work. Yeah, Like, I'm quick, very right? impressed with his crowd work. Yeah, it'll be a good matchup. Yeah. I did probably the worst show I've ever done with him. Yeah. Like, we had to go to some small town in Texas, and it was, like, him and me and two other guys, and he was the only one that got the audience's attention at really? all. Really? The rest of the time, they were heckling all of us. Like, they would, Jesus. We, would, we would say a setup, and they would yell some shit to try and finish the joke for us. Oh, God. And so then if we said the punchline, they'd be like, eh, it's not funny, you know? Okay. No. But he handled it? <laughs> oh, yeah. He literally just picked every... I mean, it was a small crowd. It yeah. was in, like, a small dive bar somewhere. Right. And he just, like, picked each person out of the crowd and basically, like, roasted them on the yeah. spot. It was so good. I'm yeah. excited. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a good matchup. Ooh. Yeah. And I, I don't know who else is on it. I think maybe Hans. Hans Kim. Maybe. Yeah. That'll be a Vulcan on Sunday the 12th. Yeah, they changed 12th. it. They changed the venue. Oh, not Vulcan. It's ATX The Jungle. Yeah, what is that? Yeah, I I don't know. I'd never heard of it, but I saw Brandon was scouting the place a couple days ago, and it looks really cool. Yeah, um, Lucky, Adam Lucky said it's like, Almost the same size. I mean, maybe smaller. As Vulcan or? Yeah, or you said it's a good venue like Vulcan. Yeah. I don't know. Vulcan's pretty big. Vulcan is big. I feel like it was maybe closer to like uh, Native Hostel. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. the vibe seemed similar. Okay. Like, because at first when I saw the videos, I thought it was Native. And then I was like, Gotcha. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone in Native Hostel looks like they're auditioning for the hills. <laughs> like, they all have like these hats <laughs> yeah. and the things. Like, they're very, it's modern, but also, right. like, 2006 called. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they could be in both eras. And I told Bianca that's that. That's true. she loves that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, a... They're so trendy. I'm just like, you that's, guys are too cool for me. That's East Austin for you, though. Is that East? Yeah. Okay. That's the vibe? Yeah, because it's like... Okay. That's, like, definitely the newly gentrified area. Great style. It's beautiful. Could never do it. Right. <laughs> Don't know what I'm doing. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just like... I, and they're all really nice people, but yeah. it's also like, you guys take yourself seriously. Right. Way too serious. Yeah. Well, but they're nice people, so it's like, whatever. They're not yeah. douches. It's not to like shit on any audiences either, but it's very funny that Vulcan and Native are probably like five blocks away from each other, and they're just separated by I-35. Right. And Native is such a different crowd mm-hmm. than Vulcan. Like, Vulcan is there to tear throats. They want yeah. you to go in. And yeah. Native will, you're right, they take themselves seriously. If yeah. you, like, ask them if they have tech jobs, they'll be like, oh, mm-hmm. I signed an NDA. I can't talk yeah. about that. It's yeah. like, okay, come on. I know, you know? I know, yeah. <laughs> um, but both great rooms. Because, I mean, so Bianca has a smaller room now. You know mm-hmm. the hidden room at Native? It's really cool. Oh, I haven't been to that one yet. Yeah, you got to check it out. It's yeah, really yeah. cool. But, I mean, it's... All of those people in a small area. Yeah. And you're just like, hey, guys. Hey, what's up? Please don't bully me. <laughs> yeah. Please, you know? please laugh. Yeah. These are jokes. <laughs> yeah. 
there's a really pretty man that shows up every week and like tall heels. Like he is fierce. Oh yeah. He's gorgeous. And uh, I don't, I think his name's, he's got a weird straight guy name though. I think oh. his name's like Hank or something. Or Hal. And I'm okay. like, can we change that? Yeah. It's like, you like, look too stylish yeah. to have a single yeah. syllable. <laughs> Forget what it is. It's not Hank, but it's something like that. And something like, similar. You gotta change it up. That's funny. Yeah, but he's great. That's cool that he's a regular. Yeah. Shout out to you, H-Dude. Hey, H-Dude. <laughs> Rocking the heels better than I could. Honestly. Tall yeah. ass heels. Dude, men that wear platforms or heels or whatever, shouts out to them. For real. Like, I, I don't do get it. it. Do you wear heels ever? Sometimes. I don't Ugh. know. I've gotten a lot more chill with what I wear on stage. Like, I'll wear this on stage now. Right. Like, you know, I love I love the sneakers. Yeah. It, just, it makes me walk around a lot more, you know? Yeah. I just... I never wore like stilettos on stage. I was never that extra. Right. It was always, I just have these boots that have some heels on them. Oh, so okay. they're still stable, but yeah, yeah, yeah. they still make me look taller and yeah. all that stuff. But yeah, lately I've just been like, nah. Yeah, you're chill. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I'm too chill. <laughs> See, oh. I like your style. You always clown on your style, but I it's like how great. you dress. It's not great. <laughs> well, I guess I have bad taste yeah, too, no. though. <laughs> no. So thank you, though. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know what it is? It's like any any girl I date, I'm just like, can you just find things at ASOS for me? <laughs> can you please pick it out? Please? Yeah. And that's all it is. It's just yeah. girls picking out clothes for me because I can't shop. That's a good system. I know. It's I great. guess that's like the the qualifier for who you date then. It's like, yeah. do you have good fashion? Because I can't. Because if... both of us are bad. Yeah. <laughs> we won't be let in anywhere. No, no, no. <laughs> They yeah, want to see the hot, the homeless. well-dressed lesbians come yeah, into right? the restaurant. Oh, geez. <laughs> One of us would be. Yeah. I don't know. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, so what made you want to move to Austin? Because we kind of talked about this a little before. Yeah. But. It was, uh, so I was, I always wanted, I just wanted to leave Florida, right? Mm. I was so sick of Florida. So and you're, Orlando, from, you're from Florida? Yeah. Well, I've just been there forever. I'm up, upstate New York, but like I've okay. been in Orlando forever. Yeah, yeah. And the comedy scene's good, but there's definitely a ceiling to what you can do there, right? Yeah. So, like, you're just doing the same shows. There's no advancement. Right. Um, and so I visited Simon out here, a comic. and um, Simon Nash? Yeah, Simon Nash. I visited him, I think, in, like, April. And I was like, holy shit. Like, just going around to different mics and, like, going to the creek and yeah. seeing, like, you know, Jessica Kirsten was going to be there the following weekend. I was like, fuck. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is like, this is, I just felt like this is a different yeah. kind of scene. Yeah. Not just like a bigger scene in Orlando, but like something's happening here. Yeah. You know? And yeah. you don't have to pay like a shit ton to live in a shoebox like in L.A. <laughs> That's like fair. it's not it's not that bad here. Right. Compared to L.A. New York. I know. I had someone from New York reaching out to me and I didn't know she was from New York at first. So she was asking me about like she named like the two highest priced neighborhoods in town to live in. Like and East? What's that? Like uh, downtown it was East? Like, or? Yeah. Cherrywood and Mueller. They're like they're both mm. East, but they're like definitely they're definitely higher dollar to live in. They're yeah. very they're they're cool areas and they're safer and stuff. And. Um, I was like, I don't know where you're coming from, but like, you might want to check out these areas instead if you want something more affordable. Cause that's what she said. She's like, what's affordable. Right. Right. And then she's like, oh, well, I'm coming from New York. I'm paying 1600 a month for a one bedroom. And I was like, okay, nah. you're going to be fine. Yeah. Here. <laughs> dude, no, no. It's not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Hopefully it doesn't get too crazy. Probably will though. Eventually. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. You have the same sentiment as a lot of other people that have moved here though, is like, it's just there's been a flock of people coming to Austin, and yeah. that's why it's so special right now. Cause right. I, I try to explain this to people. We were a single comedy club town before COVID. Cap? Yeah, Cap City. And we had Velveeta Room, which was kind of like the, yeah, the underground cute. club. Yeah, Yeah, but it wasn't like, like Cap not like could, a club room. Yeah, Cap could afford to bring in the bigger headliners. Right. Velve didn't have that kind of budget. Yeah. So like kind of too, but really Cap City. Yeah. And um, 
And now we have almost five once Cathy opens and we'll have six when Rogan opens his. And what? it's just insane, you know? Like, yeah, it's so true, dude. Yeah. Did you like, know, did most of the comics know each other? Because I mean, yeah, before the, the Austin comics knew each other and most of them are still here. A couple of them have left because they don't really like how the scene's changing or they just decided they didn't want comedy to do comedy anymore. Mm. So they're like, why am I here? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but for the most part, the Austin comics are still here. Um a lot of them are like a little resistant to how things are changing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I think you've talked Spoken to several to of them. Yep. Yeah. So, so right now it's like, I feel like I know most of the people here, but that's because I, I knew the Austin people before I'll still right. hang with them sometimes. And now I've met all the new people. Right. So, and you're cool with meeting the new, like the newer crowd. Yeah. yeah. You seem cool with like everybody. Well, we talked about this little Vulcan. It's like, to me, I fucking struck the jackpot. Like, mm-hmm. I love Austin. I'm from here. Mm-hmm. I My goal in comedy when I started, because I started three years ago, right. so I'm still pretty new. And my goal was like, I just want to get good for the local scene. And then once I'm good for the local scene, I'll decide if I need to move, if I'm right. like, you know, going right. to try and hit it big or whatever. Right. And so I was starting to have that conversation in my head with my boyfriend, whatever, like, mm-hmm. hey, I might want to move to Los Angeles eventually if, mm-hmm. if I want to chase this. And then Los Angeles came here. And I was For like, real, bro. Okay. That's amazing. You know? So Yeah, I mean, LA is stupid expensive. I know. And it's pretty and to burning. Visit. It's on fire. Yeah, like it's always day. on fire. Yeah, it's on fire. It's like <laughs> bad. Like my friend the other day texted me, she's like, yeah, so air the air quality is not good today. Uh, I'm like, can you even breathe out there? Like, they are you can't. Just, they're wearing uh, masks not just for the COVID, but for yeah. The, and they're like, the yeah, but we have palm trees. Like, yeah, who fucking cares. God. They're like, it's 86 degrees, even though it's on fire. I know. Like, you can't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hollywood's like seems like a dying industry, kind of too. Like everything's yeah. just so digital and like yeah. movies. Well, and also, like, a lot of the bigger... I mean, yes, there's definitely still the big movie production studios out in L.A., but, like, Netflix and Hulu are both buying offices here in Austin. Yep. You know? Austin, Atlanta. Yeah. Because they realize they don't have to pay the stupid California taxes either if they move, you know? Yeah, fuck that. (laughs) So it's like... I don't... Yeah, I mean, I appreciate L.A., but I just don't understand why anybody lives there now. I don't get it. Unless you're, like, from there or, like... yeah. Like, yeah, I just, especially now. Yeah. I, yeah, I understand exactly what you said. If you're from there, it makes sense. But every time I've visited, I've loved visiting. I always have a ton of fun. Right. But at the same time, I'm just like, I would hate living here. Yes. I'm like, okay, can I go home now? Yeah. It's like, there's, there's so much in it Mm -hmm. and it's so spread out Mm -hmm. and everyone is there to chase their dreams. Mm -hmm. It just feels a lot less authentic. Yeah. And like, yeah, a lot of people came here to chase their dreams too, but like, they're yeah, kind but, of assimilating the Austin culture. Right. You they know? don't seem like a lot of social climbing isn't really happening. Yeah. Maybe it is, and I'm not seeing it, but it doesn't seem as, like, you know, vapid and Yeah. Fake I, and, I yeah. And I think there is a, a something to be said that everyone's still trying to figure everyone else out. Mm-hmm. But I really think we can actually maintain a lot of the goodwill that's been created yeah. here so far. There's no reason to draw lines like Hollywood kind of forces you to right, do. Right, right. Yeah, I was surprised at how um, not clicky... Mm. Overall, the scene the scene was because I was expecting yeah. like kind of to get in there and like schmooze, you know, different clicks. But it seems like everybody's just kind of cool. Yeah, other it, than like the whole like stupid whatever the old split scene, scene was, old, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's silly, but yeah, just if you're at a mic, yeah. it's not like you know there's these people over here. Right, you know? uh, it's kind of cool. 
I like yeah, that. I like it a lot. And yeah, just because someone hangs out at a certain club more doesn't mean they hate the people at the other club. Right. Too. It's not like this competition between clubs no. yet. Yeah. Which I appreciate because Cap City definitely kind of created a system of like forced competition. Mm. Like the reason we only had Cap City before COVID is because they literally had people like agree to not perform anywhere else if they wanted to continue performing at cap not like features and hosts and stuff but like headliners and so it kind of just made it hard for other comedy clubs to come in and compete and grow the scene Mm, but once cap went away it was like and they'll come back and they'll have to deal with the fact that there's four other clubs now you know yeah so it's like once they went away for a little bit the other club owners were pretty good about at least being acquainted with each other and not like shit talking and like I've only seen Goodwill. I mean, you go to Creek and like the eight, the Sunset Strip people, the Vulcan people, yeah, they're Roma chill. Room, they're all like the owners are all hanging yeah, out at Creek, yep. you know, mm-hmm. which is very special. Do we think Romo's going to survive if Cap opens right up its ass? <clears throat> I've, I've heard this. Aren't they like in the same area? They are. And Romo's and no, I know. I don't know. I mean, I've never been though, so I can't really say much. I love the Romo Room guys. They book good acts. The room is fun. Um, It is inside of Brass Tap. So that is like the, the diff, like Brass Mm. Tap is a bar. And so they'll convert the room. It's kind of similar to Sunset Strip. They'll convert the room into a comedy club setting with the bar on the side, but there's still plenty of room for seats and all that stuff. Um, And it's a fun room. I've I've gotten to host there a couple of times. I've gotten to be on the lineup a couple of times and, um, I really like it. I am hoping that they're able to figure out a way that differentiates them from Cap. Are they in the same area? Isn't Cap opening? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're going to basically be neighbors. Like, I don't know because yeah. Romo Room's in the north side of the south side of the domain. And I don't know because the domain's big enough that like if Cap decided to open up on the opposite end, it yeah. might not be as big of an issue. Right. But if they're both like right in that new part of the domain, that's really going to probably suck. pick Cap over because Cap's probably going to be able to book. It's more established for sure. Yeah. yeah, I think. But Romo's booking good acts. Right? They're booking good acts. I mean, they had Adam Ray. I, I got to host for Godfrey. Like they're bringing oh, in. Yeah, they're bringing in big Godfrey's people. Great dude. He's so funny and he's so nice. I saw. So when he came to Orlando Improv, he did um, like four different shows yeah. over two days. Not the same hour once. What? He's a beast. I was Dude. like, what the fuck? I mean, he, I honestly, that's shocking, but not shocking. Having seen, like, I started following him on Instagram too. And like, mm-hmm. just seeing how much he goes live and like, can just talk shit and be mm-hmm. funny. No wonder he can just crank it's out crazy. that much. Yeah. 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 It's wild. But that's yeah. a good act. So they're, they're Roman's booking good yeah, stuff. Yeah, for okay. sure. So I, I think, I've never even really thought about it until you brought that up. But like, I think one way Romo Room could, like if Cap continues to run how they used to, mm-hmm. they were a weekend only club pretty much. They had like, mm. they had, they had one Tuesday show that they would do with Matt Bearden, who is like a local guy that like is on a radio show and he's one funniest person in Austin and he's just been around doing comedy for a long time. Yeah. So they would do his show on Tuesdays, but then the rest of the week, it was kind of like Thursday through Saturday headliner gotcha. shows. So. Romo Room could potentially still like figure out how to be kind of more of the creek of the cave of the north where they have local yeah. shows every single day. Yeah, that's true. You that's know? a good point. Yeah. We should just dive into that. I need to just send Rob this this episode and be yeah. like, here's how you survive. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. That is a good idea though. Yeah. Because that's how they'll keep it alive. You yeah. Know, with supporting local. And I like those guys. I don't want them to, to yeah. have any trouble, but it is something to consider for sure. Yeah. I just heard that. You know? Yeah. Damn. Good old cap. So in Orlando, what's the scene like there? You said there's only, there's Orlando Improv. Is it just one or two clubs there? Like what, um, what is it like? Yeah, there's Orlando Improv's the main club. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then it's just a bunch of, you know, rooms and bars. Yeah. And, um, there's also this thing called Bonkers. Oh, shit. With a Z at the end. <sighs> it's the fucking worst. It's a company that will sell to anyone. And what they do is they say, hey, we'll bring in a comedy night one night a week or two nights a week. And we'll hang a banner that says Bonkers. <laughs> and then we'll just put up acts. And they'll book it like the floor of an Applebee's or like <laughs> at like Margaritaville. <laughs> bowling alley anywhere that will pay them it's the worst fucking business model i've ever seen and they've been around forever and i don't care if they hate they hate me because i talk shit wrong all the time right yeah awful yeah but it's like you know shit pay but it's a way to like learn how to like bomb okay because you're not gonna i mean i i would only they would only book me at this like daytona beach biker bar and it was like, where they're like, is that a queer? You know, like they were really, oh, they were cool, gosh, but yeah. they were like, oh, I've never seen one. Per, you know, right. I person. didn't know they were real. Like yeah. a unicorn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it just teaches you, it gives you tough skin, gives you thick skin. Yeah. Teaches you how to navigate demos that you well, would I mean, never perform for. So I guess you could say learning. they didn't false advertise with a name like that. It's bonkers. literally a bonkers it's situation. So bad. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't know how they've. <laughs> it sounds like know, they figured bad. out how to make money on dive bombing places that didn't want yes. comedy. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they go, you know, bring in, cause they bring in crowds. Yeah. It's not, there's tickets. There's no tickets. It's right. free. Okay. So, so that's why like, the pay we'll is bring little, in people yeah. and buy your food and drinks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's awful. But, um, beyond that, um, the scene was very, very supportive. I would say overly supportive. Mm. So you like you, you, mean? you couldn't test material sometimes cause you didn't know if it was actually you, good. If you were, if you're bad at comedy, no one's gonna tell you, mm. and I don't like that. Yeah. If you bomb, yeah, all the comics can go, good job, good, good job, set. Set. And it doesn't help anybody. Yeah. You know, and it seems very like fake. Yeah. I'm not gonna say you know you suck at somebody in open mic, but like on right. a show. Yeah. If you always think you're killing, it's like you're not gonna. Right. Too overly supportive. Good comics, bad comics, great mix. Yeah. Um, but Orlando's had some good comics come out of it. Yeah. You know, like Preacher and... Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I don't know. Caratop lives there. He lives there? Yes, he lives there. <laughs> <laughs> that, that scans, actually. Caratop moved to Florida. So what gay. else? What other state would let him I know. there? You know? For real. <laughs> like, he is so creepy looking. <laughs> and gay. Good for him. That's... That's interesting about the overly supportive thing because I, I I'm it. never like a mean person. No, I just it's not asking to be mean. No, I just know to, but like for me, even if I like were to give someone criticism, I would feel bad sometimes. But right. like, but there's a line where I noticed I noticed early on that people would do that sometimes here, where someone would have a bad set and, and you know people would like oh good job dude or whatever. It's it. And I just decided I wasn't going to say anything to the person. There you go. You don't have you to know? go up to him and be like, hey, you know what you should... Like, I, never, right. I don't give unsolicited advice. Yeah. But th- what's the point of saying good set to somebody that literally just ate a dick? Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, you don't need to encourage that. Yeah. Yeah. But also a lot of people... And maybe just in Orlando, I don't know about here, a lot of people are not as not self-aware. Mm. So regardless of if somebody said good set, they would in their head be like... Yeah. Right. You know? Just, yeah. There's some people that are just not... What's it's funny a little delusional, to me, you know? Well, yeah. What's funny to me is when someone is recording every single set of theirs and consistently bombing, and then they still think they do good. And I'm like, are you listening to their recordings? Yeah. What? Because like, get it. I don't know. I've definitely I I get so nervous before I go on stage that yeah. like my judgment of what happened on stage isn't accurate. Right. Sometimes I think I totally bombed, and I'll go back and listen to the set, and I'm like, okay, it wasn't great, but I actually got some laughs here. Right. Or like I can fix this or whatever. Other times I'll think I like totally had a great set and I'll go back and listen. I'm like, oh, they were just smiling a lot. I wasn't actually yeah, getting laughs, right, you know? Yeah, right, right, yeah. And so like 
I don't know. I feel like recording your set or filming your set should give you a level of self-awareness, right. but it's only if you're actually using it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, if you're not if you're just listening to listen to yourself. Right. You know. It's weird. Or just recording to say you record every single set and you're yeah, putting in the work, but mm-hmm, you're not actually going yeah, back yeah. and right. listening. Ew, I never thought about that. You think people do that? Oh, Ugh. totally. Uh-uh. I've talked to people who are like, yeah, I record every single set, but I can't listen to myself. And I'm like, what's the point? You're what just wasting fuck? phone memory. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I used to record my sets early on. Yeah. Um, and it helped a lot with like not saying, I used to say I'm a lot, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Helped a lot with that. I haven't recorded my set in a while though. I like I feel to a little bit more comfortable. I like to when I know I'm working on new material. Yeah, that's a good idea. Especially because, like, I was a crazy person when I started comedy. Like, uh, there was one night a week in Austin that there were three mics within, like, two miles of each other. Mm-hmm. And so I, if you timed it right, you could hit all three. Right. And so that was my night to bring four new minutes. And I would, oh, like, shit. try four new minutes and, like, go to the first one, probably bomb my face off because I was still new and I didn't right. know really what to do. But I would listen to it on the way to the next one. Hell yeah. Look it, at that work ethic. Do that, you know, and I, I need to get better at doing that again. Hell but yeah. I don't know. It's just, like. If, if, especially if you're recording, you know, working on that new stuff. That helps, yeah. Yeah, because I, I found out too, I mean, I didn't know shit about fuck when I was trying right. to write jokes to start right. out. And like, I, I realized when I was early on, when I was trying to write, a lot of the stuff that I thought was the punchline was actually the setup and vice versa. Gotcha. You okay. know, so listening to that where I would get the laugh in the middle instead of at the end. Right. I would be like, wait a second. Did I just, can I restructure this to actually mm. hit properly? So it actually taught me more about how to write a joke. Right. Which is useful. That's cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you had a get way better answer. I was just like, I said, um, a lot. No, well, I did too. Out. I did too. Actually, I was rewatching one of these podcast episodes and realized how much I say like, and I just go, fuck. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever met somebody says literally like way too much? Yes. <laughs> yep. It's the worst. Yep. What's, well, what's extra funny when it's not actually a literal thing. Right, If you're right. actually talking about something that literally happened, yeah. then cool. But yeah. if you say, I'm literally dead, I'm yeah. literally, oh my God, no, you're not, you're talking. You would not be annoying me if you were dead. Yeah, <laughs> right? Can you die? Right. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, I hate that kind of stuff. Yeah. But that's, yeah, that's some good work ethic. That's a really good work ethic. Do you have any, like, meth- there's the like, do you have any methods hmm. of how you like to write? Do you write no. your stuff down? Do you? Um, I don't, um... I don't write. I don't write. Yeah. I can't read my handwriting. Mm. So there's a big... <laughs> that's, that's a big deterrent. It's a big deterrent. <laughs> I can't read what I write. Um, but I um, I start with the punchline. Yeah. And then, like if I'm like, I want to talk about that mm. and make that the punchline, then I just have to build a joke around it. Yeah. It's a weird thing to do it, but it's because I don't do a lot of like long form bits. Yeah. A lot of my bits are like less than a minute. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Um, yeah, if I'm just like, I want to write about this, then I'll build a punch, uh, build a joke about how can I say this. Like, yeah. sometimes I'm like, I just want to say the word queef nugget. <laughs> so how can I, wh- what can I say as a joke that will get me to say queef nugget at the end? You know what I mean? I like, see that's why you idea. want to say that. Yeah, it's fun. It's hilarious. So, um, yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll just be like, I want to use this word as a punchline. And I then like I'll build that. a joke. That's yeah. a cool way because the reason I like roast so much is because it gives you such a specific thing to write about. Right, yeah. And like you said, it's good practice. Yeah, it's you super know? good practice. So I- I've started looking at joke writing in that way where similar mm-hmm. to you, it's like I want to write about this thing. Right. And I've actually done where it's like, okay, I want to write about this for whatever mm-hmm. reason. I want to write about, write about this cup of vitamins how do I roast it? And right. I'll just write, roast the thing at first. And right. it kind of helps you figure out what's ridiculous about that thing. Right. Yeah. You know? Yep. 
But that's I like that approach too. Yeah, it's kind of like J.K. Rowling writing the last chapter of Harry Potter. Is it what? Is that what? She wrote the last chapter of the last book of Harry Potter, and then she wrote the whole series. What? Yeah, and she's transphobic. <laughs> she can do anything. Okay. Yeah, we um, love that's amazing it. though. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. Kind of yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, insane. But it gives cool. you. It sounds. Like, it just gives you the North Star. It gives right. you kind of what you want to finish with. Here's where you're gonna end up. Yeah. Go, you know, build it. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just because I just, like, you know, there's certain words I want to use or just certain <laughs> you ideas. You sound like you just go, oh, that's a silly word. I, I know. That. It's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> how can I say, you know, trans R&B or, you know, if I want to talk, you know, like that. It's like, <laughs> how can I use girls to men? You know? Yeah. Something like that. Girls to men. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yep. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I wish I had a better, like, uh, structure to it, but, it, and it's very random. I don't sit, I can't sit down and write. Well, yeah, but it, that's what's interesting to me, right? right. Is some people have to do that. That's insane to sit down and write. Right. What? Uh, I mean, I, I have several. She would never. I have several friends that that's their, that's their thing. They sit down. Yeah, they'll sit down and be like, okay, I'm writing for half an hour, an hour, or whatever it is. And they'll just write out their thoughts. And I can do that sometimes. Like stream of consciousness kind of shit? Yeah. My friend used to do that. Ugh, so pretentious. <laughs> I can do it sometimes because if something just pops into my head and I think it's funny, I'll just throw a note in my phone. And that yeah. way, if I do, cause I have to be in the mood to sit down and write, though. That's the other thing. Yeah, is I it's mean, like, when is that ever? Rarely, right? So it doesn't yeah, happen so that much. But like when it does, I'll just pull out my phone and be like, what were those funny things? Right. And then I'll just write any angle I can think of on that thing gotcha. and be like, okay, where's the joke in here? Um, it's discipline. It's, I lack it's that. you know, once every other week discipline at most. I mean, still, I, I don't think I've ever sat down to write a joke. Yeah, I look like a crazy person because some of my two minute bits will be like five pages long when right. I first start. And then right. I'll just bring that five pages on stage and a mic and be like, OK, let me just try all of this. Yeah. And find the funny parts. Yeah. yeah. I, when, when I was in Orlando, like the week before I left, Mark Normand was I worked with him. And he has like just index cards. He uses index cards. Does he bring them on stage? Yes. Wow. Hour because he just, when he's doing like improv, he's just yeah. working an hour for a special later. Right. So he doesn't really care how he looks like. Yeah. You know, it's not like, um, but yeah, just stacks and then notebooks. He'll have like a full notebook and like index card. I'm like, I don't understand how he. Well, he's a one-liner comic for the most part Mostly, too. yeah. Or like he'll one just to three. Yeah. yeah. That's a good way to sort those. Yeah. It was just like, I don't know how the fuck you organize that because it no. would just be like well that's like william montgomery too he just comes yeah, on with his legal pad i love I it though but that's another thing i like about stand-up is you can literally just go on stage with your legal pad right. at a show people paid for and murder because yes. the jokes are good yes. and it doesn't matter and he's like yeah people are trying to get me to not bring the note i'm like bring it up dude because it gives you it's like part of the thing it's part of the thing now yeah he's like i think he wants to work his, his mental capacity to memorize because he's like me where our jokes are like my 10 minute set is like this long because yeah. it's just one word. Like, yeah. So he wants to learn how to memorize shit, but mm. I think it's part of the fun. Right. Him just stomping around reading off of a. I mean, for someone, Mark Norman is one of those people who I would call like a classic New York comedian, yes. too. Yeah. He's the, the, the comedy, you know? Yeah. yeah. Comedy. Comedy. Yeah. So, like, if, he, if he's doing that, it just it, it fits with his yeah. character. Yeah. And he does it very. And it also, though, it's very subtle on stage. Yeah. He, won't, he doesn't hold it. Right. Um, he'll like go for a drink and kind of flip through. You yeah, know, it's subtle enough where it doesn't ruin the show. But yeah. like, yeah, he's bringing up fucking note cards because yeah. he's constantly writing. Probably, and he's That's old true. school. It's yeah, weird. But it's like it's like okay, cool. Like yeah, it's fine. Do you have um like a a favorite 
weekend that you experienced in comedy or person that you've worked with? Honestly, that weekend with Mark was great. That was one of my favorites. And then I got to experience Eric Andre. Oh shit! Yeah, I bet that was a lot of fun. He's weird, man. He's he's super nice, but he's he's just as weird in person. Yeah, (laughs) he's just weird. Like we were backstage waiting for uh, me to go on, and he's just and we're like a like a three hundred seater but like venue bar. Okay, and the ground is just gross, you know, Mm. like and he's just laying on it like this, (laughs) just like. Chilling. No care. Yeah, I'm just like, bro, <laughs> you're gonna catch something. This is Florida. He's from Florida though, so he so he's got the antibodies. Gets it. Yeah, yeah. But um, he was so nice. Um, so that was like the fun one. But Norman, that yeah. was a fun weekend. He's all over the place too. Norman yeah. comes through here a lot. I think that's the thing he's that a great. lot of people like don't realize. I I consider us lucky that we get to meet all of these people who are crushing it in comedy. Mm-hmm. Um. But like he said about Eric Andre, he's just as weird as he is in his videos. Yes. A lot of people don't realize that. It's like, not an act. What makes a lot of comedians funny is they're just enhancing their natural quirks. Yeah. Or they're already that ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking weirdos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mark Norman's pretty chill. Yeah. Um, Fortune Feimster, I worked with her. She was Ooh. very sweet. Yeah. Very nice. Kind of shy. But her personality on stage is also like cool, that, cool yeah. girl, you yeah. know? Yeah. nice. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah. It's very rare that you... Um, your dad? <laughs> that is not my dad. Very that is rare. the owner of the clinic without a shirt on. Hi, Nurse Doza. <laughs> Nurse Doza. Um, do you have ketamine? <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> we had someone ask to put morphine in their drip because we got vitamin IVs on oh the show God, one time. Seriously? It's like, no. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Would be funny, though. Yeah. I'd put him right to sleep. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, most comics that I worked with, not one comic I worked with, bigger names or like whatever, has been a dick. Yeah. That's what I, I was most surprised to me when I started comedy. Was yeah. Like, oh, people aren't, like, comedians get it. They're not like dicks to each other. Did you have like uh, acting experience or anything before you started comedy? No. Because that's that was the biggest contrast for me is like there's so much gatekeeping and auditioning mm-hmm. and proving yourself in acting mm-hmm. that when, yeah, when the bigger names were just nice, like Ari Shafir showed up at an open mic here last time oh, he had mind. And he just wanted to hang out, you yeah, know? Yeah, dose somebody, you know? Right, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's just like... They're just, yeah. they're people. They're people and they're like very humble, even though we can all, you know, a lot of us can be a little cocky. Right. But there's this like sense of community. Yeah, there's because sense of it's like, hard. We've all ate a dick on stage. <laughs> we've all had a weird shitty show in like a gun shop. <laughs> you know? Um, so there's just kind of this camaraderie thing. Right. Yeah. Man, I had a I had a bad show that I went to on Monday, and I hadn't been to a bad show in a while, and that's why I was like, I need to go to Mike's again. It's refreshing, right? It's, it's refreshing. As what terrible, was it? Was it just a bad bar? It was just at just a dive like, bar, and yep. three people showed up, yep. and it could have seat, like seated probably 40 or 50 Oof. people. Yeah. So, you know, it one. looked terrible, and I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to do new material that was like yeah. half written, and yeah. it was terrible, but we I mean, learned a what, lot. The chairs didn't appreciate it? Exactly, yeah. yeah. We learned a lot. Um, yeah. It's fine. But it's good. Like, I, I was leaving it, and I just had the thought of, oh, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to do to remember how to get better, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that's very it's, true. it's so easy in a situation like that to also just kind of give up right. and be low energy and not really do anything good. Right. Even if you're doing your best joke, they won't right. laugh because you're just, like, saying it half-assed and mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, those shows kind of make you – when I did the gun shop, I was like – Oh, yeah. This reminds me of, like, the first couple years of comedy where you're just going anywhere to do comedy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Driving three hours to do three minutes at a fucking, in a barn somewhere. Right. Yeah, or even, like, the creek mic I hosted. I was like, this is, 
I, I, I helped Dean host it um, yesterday. And I was, was going like, to ask, yeah. It's like a six o'clock mic, and it's just brutal. Well, that's tough. It's that's brutal. so tough in Austin, too. It's a six o'clock on a Wednesday. Yeah, and God, I mean, the creek is the shit for even, you know, for doing it. Yeah. Um, but it's just like you go up, and it's just comics. Yeah. And nobody is it either laughs at your jokes because you're not funny or just, like, isn't listening. No one's right. laughing. Yeah. It's I brutal, actually, bro. I actually accidentally did that mic uh, oh. maybe two weeks ago. I showed up early because apparently if you show up early as a comedian, that's a no-no because you get pulled on to other mics. <laughs> I Wait, up, what? I showed up early to do – I was featuring for – John Marco Sorcy at the Creek. Oh, okay. Two weeks ago. And gotcha. I showed up early for that. And okay. the mic was still happening. And then Dean Stanfield goes on the mic and just goes like, you know, so God, Gabby Montemayor's next on deck. Allison Voitovich. And I was uh, like, Dean, I'm not on the list. And, <laughs> and so I just thought he was fucking with me. Right. And it turns out Gabby was the last one on the list. So when she got off, he was like, and your last comedian is. And so I literally had to like get up from the back of the room oh and run and get up there. And it was definitely painful. I think there were yeah, three three comedians yeah, left. Yeah, by the end? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was fun. I, I mean, mean, it's fun, though. It's, it's fun. I love that room. It's a good <laughs> hang. We're both like, it's brutal. It's so fun, But though. it's so fun. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's just right, my, being there reminded me of like the year one of comedy where you're just like... Why did I decide I liked this? Yeah, because you're, and it's fun. You get to see people that are really, really new at comedy. Yeah. Like, because I went, I looked at li that list. I legit knew like three people on that list. I know. And it's, so it was really cool too to see like, I think most of them were probably a year under. Right. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people started after COVID. Yeah. It seemed, it, it seemed like most of them were a year under. Yeah. Um, some, you know, some I obviously knew, but like, it was just like, oh man, they have so much ahead of them yeah so much sadness and happiness and <laughs> so much great. to learn you know yeah it's, yeah it's a wild ride it is do you have like some crazy ass story that sticks out for you oh about god in, in your memory, seven probably. years <laughs> i had good memory um yeah i mean always gonna remember like the bonkers shows <laughs> i think that really built my character a little yeah. i don't know um yeah i don't think i've ever had like a I don't know if I've ever had like a uh, terrible bomb. Mm. I'm I bombed, but nothing yeah. where it's like, you know, you hear like stories like worst ever bomb. But also, I have really bad memory, so yeah. I it's really hard for me to recall anything that happened thirty minutes ago or more. So I'm sure there's been crazy shit that's happened. I just don't. I have yeah. such bad memory. Yeah. Is there is there are there vitamins for that? Uh, yeah, the magnesium I put in there should Thank help God. a little bit. Thank God. Yeah. I need it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Has that always been a thing? Yes. Ever that's, since I was like a teen. That's interesting that you say you have a bad memory, but you don't write your stuff down. So you remember your jokes, though. No, I put. Oh, I bring put my phone up. Phone. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> I think I did it once. I forced myself to do it once. Yeah. But it was like an eight-minute set. Yeah. And I was like really... And you were like, I've done these jokes for a while. Yeah, Hopefully I, I remember like, them. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I bring my phone set list up. And then I just glance yeah. at it. Yeah, there's no way I can memorize That's it. That's the classic trick. I do that too. Yeah. It's useful. It's one. You can record and then... Yeah. You can also see where you can put time on there, see where you're at. Yeah, that's fair. That's why I like at sunset, that clock. I fucking love Dude, that. Dude. So smart. How fun was that show, that though? That was great. Yeah. That was so fun. That was... I uh, loved it. So we both did this uh, all-female showcase two weeks ago yeah. at Sunset Strip. That room was packed. I've never yeah. seen it that really? full. Like it's, yeah. They always sell really well, but it was, it was packed, packed to the brim. Yeah. Um, and everyone room. was just so happy. Yeah. Like... 
I was talking to you in the trailer before the show and I was like, I don't know if I should have them record my set because I'm hosting, da, da, da. I had such a good set. I was like, send me that. I will pay you for it. Fuck yeah. And like, that was hosting. Yeah, And then right. everyone else afterwards just right. went up and killed Dude. it. Eleanor Kerrigan. Dude. Holy <laughs> shit. She is so good. I was so excited to meet her. Really? Yeah, because I just was like, oh my God, you're like, she's one of those... She's one of those like comedy store legends that you hear. Oh, the, is she? Yeah, like yeah. I mean, she's newer, like okay. but, she, but she's she's been working at the store since like '95 or something. Oh no way! As she was a waitress, and then she started comedy like ten years after she started Holy waiting shit. tables. And That's now so she's, interesting. Now she's the killer that she she's is. Fucking funny. Man. Yeah, yeah. I like her a lot. I, I wish I, I didn't get to speak with her at all. She was bouncing around from shows that she weekend. She was. Yeah, she was on Rogan's, Working I think, with after. Dice. Yeah, yeah, she went to Rogan's. She was opening for Dice. Yeah. Um, But, she, yeah, her stuff was so good. Yeah, I didn't get to have, like, a super long conversation with her, but she was really nice, and I was, like, hosting, so I had to ask her a couple things. And right. after the set, too, she came back and was also nice again. And oh, just, thank you so, so much cool. for being, a, like, a good host. And I was like, ah. Yeah, <laughs> you that's know? awesome. Shanker, yeah. love Amy Shanker. Oh my God. That was love the first time I got to see her do a full set because I've yeah. seen her host some stuff at Creek, but right. I never got to see her stand up and she She's is hilarious. Great. I love him. So I was texting her early today and I told her something that she needed to know and then she goes, Shank you. And she's like trying to, <gasps> trying a new thing out. And I was like, yeah, how, how's that working? She's like, not well. <laughs> like, yeah, we can, we can bag that, huh? <laughs> you sound like Michael Scott right now. You were like, like okay, like here's a little you. bit of unsolicited yeah, feedback like, for you. I'm sure it was a bit, but I was just like, oh. That's so She's funny. She's the best, though. She's great. Oh, yeah. Love her. Yeah. It's it's crazy to see, because, I mean, I said L.A. moved here, but, like. New York, too, right? New York kind of moved here, too. I mean, Amy's from up there. Creek? Creek, in general, is from up there. Mm-hmm. And then there's just all these people. I'm sure you've seen it at open mics. I, I know I did. Like, there's just, you meet someone, and you go, oh, did you just recently start comedy? And they go, no, I've just been doing it in Seattle for the last five years. Right, and you right. go, oh, shit, everyone right, right. from everywhere is moving here. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I think it makes you better yeah. to be around good comedy. Um, and you should want to be around, like, you should want to be around people that kind of challenge you and make you funnier, and then you can, right. you know. It's weird when people are, like, competitive and, like, you know don't want to be supportive of somebody who's funny or it's like weird. Yeah. It's a weird vibe. It's like insecure vibe, I think. Yeah. It's a good, there's a good middle ground here right now because the mics are definitely less supportive now than they used to be. But I Mm -hmm. think that's a good thing because it does push you to be, I don't know, more out there, I guess, or just get the attention more, like get your stage presence up because really the only way you're going to get the attention of other comedians at an open mic is to actually have Good jokes and good stage presence. Right. Because otherwise, right. if you're standing up there, yeah, like this, <laughs> they're not going to pay attention. Right. No way. Yeah. No so way. it forces you to be more personable on stage, which right. is a huge skill. Yep. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm just super appreciative that also people like Red Band yeah. are so supportive. Yeah. You know? I know. It's great. Like, did you know him before you moved here? No. No, Simon mentioned me on Kill Tony. Oh. Because Tim Dillon, one of my favorite comedians of all time, yeah. was on the panel. Mm. So Simon said, hey, Tim, can you say Heather Shaw, Kill Yourself? Oh, I saw that and, clip. Right. So Red Band, because he was explaining that I was on TikTok or whatever. So Red Band, probably out of curiosity, looked me up. Yeah. And uh, found out that I was moving here. And then he just hit me up the first week I was here. That's and awesome. I was like, do, do a set. Yeah. And so now I get, I mean... Yeah, I, I do Vulcan like almost every week. A lot. Crazy. I, gonna ask I know. I feel kind of like asshole. No, I do it every it's week. awesome. If they're asking you to do the show, it's yeah. do the show, you know? Yeah, and he's so sweet. He's a good guy, you know? And yeah. I love Holtzman. <laughs> Fucking Holtzman's love Holtzman, on my bro. phone. Where's Me my too. Phone? <laughs> 
<laughs> Same. Are we phone buddies? <laughs> yes. I covered up Gary's face. Oh. Are you the other sticker, Charlie? Oh, Charlie's Am like, I on your phone? You're on my phone. Are oh, you the other guy? I, was, yeah. I always wondered who the other guy was because I got that. I put it on my phone drunk one time when, when we were all hanging out. <laughs> yeah, First time me. I was at that at the house, I think. That's Charlie. Nice. I think you can still see you. I think Gary's covered up by Holtzman. So it's me and Holtzman. It's you and Holtzman now. That's that the makes so much sticker. sense. I got Charlie. I was like, I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> But I'll take it. It's got his Instagram. That handle makes so on much more too. sense. Oh yeah, it does. Charlie yeah, Hibbler sixty nine. I gotta, yeah. I gotta follow you, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, you talk too much, but I'll follow you. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> see, I still haven't even been to their house to record anything. Is yet. that your house? That that's Gary's. Yeah, Gary's yeah, yeah. house, not my house. Gary's house, right? Yep. <laughs> Charlie's like, I would never live there. <laughs> yeah, another hour well. was recording I'm, I'm something. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. were we were out late one night at Latchkey maybe a month ago oh. and it was like two a.m. when they were shutting down and Gary was drunk and he's like Charlie I really want to pod let's pod guys and I was like Charlie you uh, may as well just live there you're right seriously <laughs> luckily he got talked out of it but he was yeah, very drunk on Gary it. is the best Gary I got him to because he was he was drunk and you know probably like on Adderall or something yeah. he was all hopped up and no, just being Gary well, yeah. you know whatever whatever <laughs> it could have been and uh, and he's like you know going crazy yeah. And uh, I, I was like, can you please smoke some weed? And he's like, no, that'll calm me down. And I was like, that's what you need. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I have to talk him into calming down is the worst. No, <laughs> I like a pumped up Gary. I don't want to yeah. see like zombie Gary. I know. It's just he's so great. funny. I'm I like, love him. Oh my gosh. It's about about Falcon though, but he was. Fine. Oh, he's. It yeah. makes sense though. I get it. I, it's it's a long night. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, and Gary like and Charlie just set can it up. still come tracking, hang out. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. We'll still see them going crazy at Vulcan, I think. So yeah, much. I'm sure you can still come out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll be back. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Speaking of Vulcan, are you on tonight? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah. Come on. Awesome. On. Yeah. I'm do, uh, I think I'm only like do 10 minutes. Nice. Yep. I think I'm going to swing by and watch. It's always a you fun should. thing. Yeah. Um, I th- yeah. I uh, know Hinchcliffe's on it. I think maybe Genevieve. I don't know. Yeah. Holtzman's not in town. Oh, I know. I call uh, him. I told him he's the dad of Austin comedy now. I love him. I've called him dad since he moved. He's at, great. <laughs> he go the first time I told him that he's like, "Why is it always dad and grandpa? <laughs> and never hunk anymore." <laughs> I know. I was looking at old pictures of Holton. I'm like, "All right, he buddy." He was cute. I was cute. like, "Okay, get it, yeah. dude." Yeah. Well, he just had different colored hair. I think. That's what, you know what I mean? <laughs> and he does dress a little. His pants are a little, you know, older guy pants, but he's great. But he always makes fun of the way he dresses, and I go, Holtzman, you're the one dressing yourself. Yeah, right. I know. It's kind of like me. It's like. You know, you know you could stop this, you right? Just, At any this is time. Your decision. Yeah. No one is forcing you. We just don't know what we're doing, I think. Uh, you know, or yeah. or it's just not the priority. I yeah, mean, no. this was my thing. this was my business professionals literally yeah. taking off like Nike shorts and putting on denim. And I was Boom. like, okay, this is this is dressed up. Hell yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's good for comedy. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's perfect for comedy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, uh, I think we'll probably wrap it up so we can get you to the show and stuff. But one final question that I always like to ask people is, Uh what are you excited about? And it could be anything, life or comedy. Um... I don't know. I'm probably I'm I'm excited about uh trying that intervectin bullshit. <laughs> ivermectin, yeah. Iver, ivermectin. Uh, ivermectin. I inter in I'm call it intervention. Um, <laughs> intervention. I'm excited about. I don't know. I'm excited to see where 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 I'll be by in like a year. Yeah. I'm excited to see where I'll be in a year. Do you have now. like a specific goal that you want to like? Do you want to go I on wanna, the road? Yeah, I want to go on the road. Yeah. I want to go on the road. Um. Uh. I want to get an hour. Yeah. Get up to an hour. I'm yeah. working on that now. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much my main two goals right now. That's awesome. Yeah. That's what I want to do. I so love I'm excited it. to see where I'll be in a year, I think. Me too. 
We'll see. It'll be cool. Charlie, it could be bad. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, oh, yeah. I guess let's tell the people where they can find you. Um, grind. No. Uh, I'm on <laughs> Instagram. Heather Shaw is kidding. It's a disclaimer. Uh, and then um, I think that's it. TikTok, Heather Shaw. Figure it out, you know. You'll Whatever. find her. She looks like Jim Carrey. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.